Welcome to Wednesday Night Service. We're really glad you're here. Ben, thanks for joining me. Yeah, absolutely. Feels like we've done this before. Yeah, deja vu. Hey, you know what? Part of what, let me, let me just reiterate what we were iterating before. Is that, that's I think right, that's the right, right way to say that. Um, part of what we're going to do tonight is we are, we're actually didn't spend a lot of time in preparation on this intentionally because we're trying to illustrate for you and for ourselves and, and just be reminded that the Word of God is living and the Holy Spirit works and speaks through His Word and we can come to it, grab a brother or sister, gather together with your Bible and read it, engage it, and start asking yeah. God to show you and even use the tools that are in our yeah. study Bibles. We both have an yep. ESV study Bible tonight. Yep. yep, that's what I've got too. And so we're going to use some of the tools that are in here as we discuss this particular text uh, in James chapter 5, starting in verse 13. And we want you to join us as we do that uh, this evening. Where we were at when we realized we didn't have sound was Ben was just about yeah. to give us an update, update on, on Brandon. Brandon. Yeah, be strong. Um, yeah, so uh, Brandon has been uh, incredible, to be honest with you. Um, all things considered, that kid has just been amazing. Uh, his attitude and spirit behind it. Uh, I don't know if anybody saw the article in the Spokesman Review a few weeks yeah. ago. Um, pretty incredible story that they put together. I thought that was really representative of Brandon and yeah. just his heart. Uh, clearly, it's it's challenging, it's hard, it's a struggle, but you know, I I'm just blown away on a regular basis by it. And um, I got to be careful because well, remind gotta, everybody what you know what he had, what procedure, what he was diagnosed yeah. with. Um, so some people may not have seen. Yeah, that. so he um, he was diagnosed with osteosarcoma. Uh, Brandon is my son Luke's best friend. Yep. Been together f friends for a long time, and One he of got those football buddies. Football buddy. He got uh, uh, diagnosed with osteosarcoma. It's bone cancer. Uh, it went through a long. Uh, it was about 10, 11 weeks of chemotherapy and other things. Then had surgery. Had his leg from about mid shin down uh, removed, amputated. Uh, the good news that came from that was they did a biopsy on that and. The, the cancer had been 99.9% killed, and it wow. had actually shrunk a little bit, which is not always the case. Okay. Um, which basically <laughs> means that, you know, the threat of it traveling and doing other things is, you know, very low. So that, that, that was really good news post-operation there. Um, and now he's going back through rounds of chemotherapy and actually just went back in on Tuesday. Um, he's there today. Um, we'll be there for a few a uh, little bit longer. Um, the month of July, pretty rough month, lots of different treatments and things going on. So if you could be praying for the family Absolutely. Uh, and for Brandon on that, but all things considered the fact that he is where he is, um, he's doing fantastic he, awesome. he, he, mentally, spiritually, just, he's very positive. And, um, you know, like I said, it, it's just a, it's a testimony to, to a, a positive mind and heart. And you know, I think God's working a lot in their family and with Brandon and, um, it, it, grounds me every day you know absolutely. i get really frustrated with all the world and everything that's going on absolutely. and you know i was talking to luke the other day about some football stuff and i was really frustrated and he he texted me back and he's just like dad if brandon can be in the hospital and lose his leg and have a positive attitude and have a great outlook I'm th yeah. i think i can i can have a good attitude about some of this stuff yeah. too you know stuff like that that just really grounds you that's yeah. happening on a regular basis and he's a, he's a great kid so but uh, you know all things considered he's he's on the right track and you know, the, the good news keeps coming and he keeps marching forward. Awesome. So, yeah. And our prayer is obviously for his continued healing. Yep. And then for the glory of God, for him yep. to be available and, and, and um, to be used for God's glory and taking yep. a tragedy, yep. a terrible thing, and turned yeah. into 
something that that reflects the glory of the kingdom and in yeah. the light of the gospel. So, yeah. awesome. Well, we'll be praying, continuing to pray for yeah. Brandon. He's been part of our prayer um, process for the last couple of months, and um, appreciate you supporting him. And thanks yeah. for the update. It's yep. good to know. Um, hey, just one last thing I want to let you know. Um, this is going to be our. We're going to actually be shutting down Wednesday night. This will be all, our last Wednesday night um, through the summer. Um, we're we're talking about and praying through and looking at what it would look like uh, for the fall and and what God would have us to do as far as kicking this back up again and continuing. Um, and so for the summer, this we're this is gonna be our last one. So we're kind of the the big hurrah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what that means <laughs> really. In a anyway. So but it. I got to be honest. It's what's so profound to me as I walk through Scripture and as as God has set things in motion it almost every time when we're dealing with something in life or or you know an event or something happens in the the calendar year i look at where we're at in the text and it, i just feel like god is directing every week's passage and every week's text to address an issue and they're lining up with culture uh with with events that are happening around mm. us or the very life of the church at that moment. And I'm just in awe of <laughs> well and of how this is working. Yeah, and I, you know, I think as an immature believer or somebody who's new to the faith or somebody that doesn't have the faith, a lot of people will immediately take this idea of, well, those are just old stories. They don't they're not really relevant. It's boring, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. And you know, I, I when I was a kid and I was younger, I you know, I I kind of felt that way too probably. Yep. But the more you read, the more you dig in, the more is revealed. It's like, wait a minute, there is way more here. And then it just builds and builds and builds. And so now, as you as as you're as a more mature believer, you're in here and it just keeps coming alive. Yep. And especially now with the world and the state of affairs, there's just stuff coming out all the time that is so relevant and and it's always very piercing to your own heart and your own culture, your your own character. Yeah. You know, and it just it's like, wow, there is so much here that just constantly comes out yep. you know Absolutely. and the cool part is no matter which page you're on it's very consistent yes <laughs> it's it is kind of the same thread throughout the whole thing amazing so, pretty amazing yeah awesome well let's uh let's read let's yeah. jump in and get let's started yeah. uh, james chapter 5 join us at verse 13 um you want to read it for us today sure sure i'll read okay james chapter 5 verse 13 is anyone among you suffering let him pray is anyone cheerful let him sing praise is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Therefore, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. The prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. Elijah was a man with nature like ours. And he prayed fervently that it might not rain, and for three years and six months it did not rain on the earth. Then he prayed again, and the heaven and heaven gave rain, and the earth bore its fruit. My brothers, if anyone among you wanders from the truth and someone brings him back, let him know that whoever brings back a sinner from his wandering will save his soul from death and will cover a multitude of sins. You know, the reality is we're probably not going to get through all of this, and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about this is that whatever we don't get through, the 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 body of Christ can continue to wrestle with this um, and, and and address this and get in and, and dig. So I don't feel guilty 
<laughs> about not getting all the way through it. I'm excited. In fact, it, we, maybe we should leave a little bit for people to get after. Um, but I love this, and, and it's funny how some of these texts, you I've heard them taught or I've heard them preached. I've heard people pull pieces out of this mm-hmm. and, and use it in, in aspects of their life. But when you start taking the whole clump, sometimes it's like, how do you deal with all of all that, that stuff at all yeah. at one time? Right. Um, so is anybody among us suffering? <laughs> it's possible. Just a little bit, maybe. <laughs> when we, when, I love this because we did read this text. I want to be honest with yeah. you. You and I read the text like 15 minutes before we yeah. started. It turned out to be 20 because you could, they couldn't hear us yeah. earlier, but... 15 minutes before we got together, we did this, read this text. And when we read through, is any of you, any one among you suffering, let him pray. You and I both kind of snickered just a little <laughs> bit because, and the reason why is because we're like, okay, yeah, praying, but isn't there more? <laughs> like, can't we have, can't we have just a little bit more than just prayer? Just pray. That doesn't make sense. Does it? Yeah. It's, it seems like. Well, uh, and I think that to me, I mean, throughout this whole section, you hear pray right i think yeah. the, the fact that that is fundamental to the section and fundamental to our spiritual lives absolutely how often do we um ignore that and i'll be, just to do what this says confess right now yeah my yeah, prayer yeah. life right now is it's not necessarily where it needs to be uh-huh. i need to pray more yep. you know and, yep. and it seems like for whatever reason um I, well i think that 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 is where our connection with the lord is in his word in prayer and Satan will want to take us from that as however he can, because yeah, that's absolutely. where the connection to the power is. And we get distracted, you know, and, and yet every time, very consistently, that is the thing that we're to do. And in this context here, talking about, you know, sin and healing and forgiveness and things, it's like that prayer life is so important, you know, and when praying you, for others. Too. Well, and when you think about prayer, the, I think sometimes when I, when I wrestle with it, the problem that I run into is there's times where, um, I've heard, especially in the religious in the religious circles, that um, we tend to get focused on what our prayer is or how we pray, and we're le- less focused on the fact that this is a relationship where we're actually talking to God the Father. The privilege mm-hmm. of dialoguing with God the Father, and that He that He actually loves to have our prayers, and um, even if they're even if they're childlike prayers, even if they're God, I don't like this, take it away, mm-hmm. or or if they're if they don't have a ton of faith attached to him, he loves to hear from his children. Right. Well, and I think that, I think fundamentally, um, that is such a, it's so key to what the Christian faith is really about. And I think, you know, you see uh, lots of other ways that we're supposedly supposed to talk to God or be with God. Yeah, you, got, yeah. you got an intercessor, you got a, pray, a priest, yep. you got somebody else that you're supposed to right. pray to that will pray for you, or all these yep. other options and things out there. Even in the even in the Jewish culture where they had, you know, the Holy of Holies, where right. there was a huge golden door and there was a big huge veil after yep. that, and then Absolutely. you would get into where God and only the priest could go in, and, and we, once a year, once a year, and and when right. when, when Christ died. Yep. That veil was torn. Yep. And it was funny. I actually was reading, sorry if I'm sidetracking here, but no. I was reading the other day in this devotional that I've been doing where at the, it's recorded by the Jewish non-biblical source that, that, is, that talks about that time where it wasn't just the veil that tore. I mean, the veil basically fell, yep. torn in half, right? And yep. these things were like thick, huge. This wasn't yeah. just a little, it, you know, but... The doors that are described as as the entryway into the holy of holies in front of the veil, 
that they say that those that it's recorded that those doors actually started to open on their own own and they had a hard time keeping them to stay closed oh wow which is like wow that's crazy but you know it's very symbolic though of what we're talking about here and this idea that you know there was a day and a moment in time when we couldn't go to the father yep but when christ died and he bridged that gap for us all of a sudden we have that direct access yes. to him yes and yet we don't always take advantage of that it's such a huge important thing that we don't necessarily, we don't always tap into for some right. reason, right? And and it's emphasized over and over again, yep. right? But that's where the power is, and we can go right to him, you know. Which which is so cool because, and again, this probably goes back to more of the priestly prayer and the priestly relationship. But because I'm a pastor with my, with the title, my prayers aren't any more effective yeah. than yours. Right. That's what's so be- beautiful about what you're sharing. That, that reality that every believer have, has access to God through the same Spirit mm. that raised Christ from the dead, yep. that's your access point. Yeah. By the grace of God, it's not a man anymore. Yeah. What, uh, it's the man Jesus, but it's, right. not, it's, not, one of, it's not me. Yeah. It's not somebody He's else. He's my intercessor, yes. not, not you as a Absolutely. pastor, not the priest, not What you a know, wonderful anything. thing. Yeah, I can go right to him. Isn't that cool? It's awesome. That's an amazing aspect. And I think, I honestly think we forget that. I think we get lost in, I wonder if it's this. I wonder if, if we get discouraged because God says wait more often than he says yes. Maybe. You know, because we ask for things, at least in my life, I'm normally way ahead of him. I'm normally like, okay, well, we could do this and we could do this, and I'm helping. Like I'm, yeah. I'm out in front of him, giving him ideas of how he could make my life better, and and he's like, wait, just wait for it. Yeah. Wait, not now, not now, and and it that at times I think we can become really discouraged with it. The 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 irony, one of the funny things for me was when I got here to Liberty Lake, I I think I'd started to kind of come under this idea that I needed to just wait on the Lord. I needed to stop running ahead of Him. And I just needed to wait. And so I was sharing that with the elders, going, I, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna run ahead of him. I wanna just wait. And things were happening so fast, I was like, No, 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 time out. Slow down. Like, we haven't <laughs> talked about this at all yet. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? And it was like, ah Yeah, I've experienced that too in my life. And you know, I still tend to like to I, it's my personality to just attack and yeah. let's go, right? Okay, yeah, absolutely. we got, we're gonna do this. We're all gonna right, we're all in, it. let's go, right? Yeah. And and I've I struggled with that early on in my life and as an adult and even to this day I deal with it but I think I'm a little better at it now but but it's that idea of of running ahead and you know um, being impatient to a degree of like well I'm pretty sure God wants me to do this and I'm gonna go yep. instead of just waiting waiting on the Lord and let and taking steps of faith in that waiting yeah. and and it's it's challenging but. You know, we do. We need to wait for God, you yep. know, and, and let Him direct our steps. And sometimes we get so fired up that we like to, you want to go, man? <laughs> like, I want to go. Come but, on, Lord, I'm ready. Yeah, and you know, I've I've just yeah. gotten to a point now where where in my life where you know what I'm I'm con- I, I I'm content where I'm at. Although sometimes I struggle. Yeah. Mostly content. Yep. I'll yep. rephrase. Mostly content with where I'm at. Although I want to move. Yep. I'm just kind of waiting for God to say, Hey, now I need you to take this step. And the key is, if you're in that position, which yep. I think we need to be in that position, you know, is when he says to take a step, you better be ready to take the step. Yes. 
don't just sit yep. there and yep. never take a step exactly. and, 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 and be ready to take that step. And actually, sometimes God says he, he, does, he is quiet because what he's asking you to do is take a step towards something in order for him to then you yep. know, move you forward. And it's not always that clear. And that's right. where faith comes in and some of that stuff. But you know, the only way to know and to understand his will and those things is, is to be prayer. in prayer. Absolutely. You know, and and you know, also, you know, this I I'm again I we're probably going off the rails here, but um <laughs> we're not really talking about James. But on that point Well we're um, in prayer. Well, we are talking about prayer. We're talking about um, prayer. We can make it work. Uh let's see if I can find it now. Last time I was with you and I couldn't find it. It took me forever. Um where is it? It's in Romans. I know it's in Romans. Where's the uh, renewal of your mind? Transform the renewal. 12. Romans 12. 12 there we two. go. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just happened it's to right have there. that one. Thank you for asking me for one that I knew. <laughs> <laughs> but it says, it says, uh, do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, yeah. what is good and acceptable and perfect. So as we deal with some of this stuff, we talk about prayer and all, you know, what am I yep. supposed to do and all that yep. kind of stuff. It's like, hey, through that, through that faith, and that renewal of your mind yep. through prayer, through these things, you actually can discern the will of God. He right. makes it clear to you. Absolutely. And, and, and sometimes it's a big picture, sometimes it's a little picture, but that becomes clear, and then that's where we're asked to take steps towards those things, and we take those steps. You know? Very anyway. much so. Okay, we can come back so to So prayer this, is super important. Prayer, prayer, very prayer important. is a big, big deal. Yep. Which, again, you see that. Ex- you, we see that extended in here. It says, if anyone is cheerful, let him sing praises. So he's, he's dealing with the the... the He's dealing with the realities of the Christian life. You have suffering and you have yeah. cheerfulness. Yep. You have you have both of those things there. Yep. I think that piece too, that's another one that I think we actually miss a lot. Yeah. You know, it's easy oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's easy to be um you know, when things are good, right? And you're happy, you're just yep. going along. All right, we're good. Yeah, good. But God, he's asking us, "Hey, if if you're cheerful because God's blessed you, there's praise him." Sing, worship, you know, like yeah. give him the praise he's yeah, yeah, due, yeah. right? Extol- yeah, exactly. Don't, don't wait for the time when you are suffering where you're reaching out to God. Right. Reach out to God through prayer and worship and everything else when it's good. Yes, you absolutely. Know? I think sometimes we miss that. Well, it, yeah, because what we end up doing is the only time we really celebrate him is when something bad happened and, and he, he solves the it. bad problem. Yeah, yeah right. Seriously. Right. I mean, yeah. oftentimes that's yep. what we're actually doing. Well, and I, I was convicted of that on Sunday in Sunday's sermon that the gr- the great joy of the gospel is that God's going to make his dwelling place with us and and I was that was part of what I was being overwhelmed with that going I don't like I don't regularly celebrate that yeah. I'm distracted by the earthly things I'm distracted by the here and now and I don't regularly worship and sing the praises of God because in his gracious sovereignty he is he has laid out a plan that transforms my life from the from the the filth that it is into Christ likeness. He's going to finish that work, and then at some point, make his dwelling with us. With us. Yeah. Well, and we should, in a way. I mean, that's it's overwhelming when you really stop and think about it. When you very when you so. when you're very retro, you know, introspective, you're thinking about your yep. the state of your heart and all those things and your sin and everything, and then go, oh wait a minute, he's forgiven me from all that stuff yes. continually, even yes. before I put my trust and faith right. in him, he came and he saved me. It should be very overwhelming to the point where it we are praising, and you know, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier, just about 
you know, um, how we're struggling to, you know, I'm struggling sometimes, hey, this time of, you know, it's going on, I'm frustrated, yep. I'm yep. angry, I'm, I'm just like with grinding with it, you know, Absolutely. stuff like that. And yet at the same time, if we stop thinking about all that garbage and we stop and we think about this stuff and we put our mind on this, wow, your attitude changes in a heartbeat. I mean, yep. if you really are honest, it's like, wait a minute, there is something to be very, um, uh, thankful and 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 content and and happy and joyous about right even in the midst of all the the junk and you know I that as I'm saying that out loud that reminds me of of Philippians um, Philippians four verse eight mm. it says finally brothers whatever is true whatever yeah. is honorable whatever is just whatever is pure whatever is lovely whatever is commendable if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, it says, think about these things. And what you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. Yeah. But that idea of just thinking, right? And, yeah. and I, love, I, I love that about Paul in a lot of his writings. Is he, he talks about the mind. He talks about, you know, back in Romans, about transforming your mind. We see that a lot in his writings. But here he's talking about that. It's like, put your mindset on these things and the God of peace is going to be with you. Yep. Right. So, well, and just you know, for, for fun, good. read the uh, two verses ahead of that. Because it's, just, it's Which, really amazing how two ver- this verses six and seven. Oh, six. Yeah. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplicate prayer. <laughs> exactly. And supplication and thanksgiving. with thanksgiving. Let your worship. requests be made known to God. And yeah. the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I mean, it's, again, it's like, put, put, if you really, truly are putting your heart and mind on the things of God, yep. this other stuff falls away. You know, it, 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 it brings the joy. It yep. brings the peace that we're all looking for. Right. And, and when we trust that, and we put our faith in that, and then, and then we allow that to invade our thinking, yep, yep, all yep. of a sudden, it, and even just sitting here talking about it, I'm like, yeah, man, what do I have to worry about? Why am I upset when I have this? Right. I mean, yep. it's pretty powerful and we should praise him when in those moments we absolutely. should turn right around and be praised. God, we should thank sing you. His praises at that. Yeah, absolutely. Time. In those moments, you know, because those those are the realities that are building our faith yep. and that are the hope that help us to keep our eyes on him. When when we see the world, par- you know, uh, 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 cascading itself into mm-hmm. destruction and, and godlessness, yep. there's absolutely no doubt. I, I think it's. um it's interesting when I see things from that perspective, when I'm looking at it from that perspective with scripture and, and, and wrestling through the text, there's almost an anticipation in my heart of what God's going to do with the church and with the lost and those who need to know Christ in this time, because the church has never been more, more needed to reflect the glory yeah. and peace of God the than peace. this time in our history. I don't yeah. remember in my lifetime, yeah. a t- in my life anyways, yeah. where the church has been in a better position to actually reflect the peace of God and the hope and the light of the gospel than we are today. Yeah. I'll tell you what, that point, yeah. though, is really convicting to me as I struggle through some of this stuff and I'm frustrated and I find myself letting that out Yep, and then, yep. and when you re, when you think about this, it's like, oh, man, I I should be reflecting this yeah. way more often than I do, yeah. and it's very convicting. It, it's and is, why isn't that? I don't know. Why I, isn't this what we talk about more? I don't. I don't know. 
I don't know why it's not more. I mean, well, it's because it's not our flesh nature. Yeah. Right. And I think that's the hardest part. Yes, I have a spiritual. It it is a battle, right? Our spirit and our flesh are at war with each other all the time. And and our spirit is this. This is our spirit knows that, right? As our spirit has come alive because of our faith in Christ. Absolutely. We know that at the core. But man, that the world, the flesh, all this stuff. And it's a constant constant war. war. Yeah. Yeah. And the war is the right word. It is. And And it is a war. It is. We could go back to Romans and do, no. (laughs) We could. (laughs) But (laughs) it is. It's like in that battle with, well, speaking of Romans, I do what I don't want to do and I don't do the things I want to do and all that kind of stuff, right? It's a constant war. But, you know, we should be... We should be reflecting the praise, the glory, the peace of God. Yep. It, who, who better to display true peace and joy and contentment in the midst of a crazy, chaotic yep. world yep. than us who have the answer to the eternal salvation right. the and, only and true eternal peace? peace. Yeah, Because everything else that is parading this peace right. without Christ is a lie. a lie. Right. There and is it, no real peace in that. Yeah. Sorry, I'm. This that, is it's awesome. And, and by well, the way, I, I just love, want to reiterate: this is this is like well, I'm pointing all this right at me. I'm convicted. What I right? love about is, what I love about this, though, so we take this text, and and you and I spent probably 15 minutes before we got started, even in there, just talking about life and the yeah. stuff that we're wrestling with, and some of the the weight of the things that are going on. And then as we read through the text, it began to speak to that for us. The the reason the prayer thing is so profound right now. And singing praises. The reason that, that popped out is because we were we're wrestling with that, going, "Yeah, I need to pray more. You know, I need to be more grateful. I need to worship God for who He is more because I'm recognizing in my own life that I'm not I'm not focused on that very much. And how do I know? Because I'm dealing with anger and frustration and and all of these other emotions that are coming in and 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 robbing me of joy at times that is present when I'm in Scripture. Robbing you. Absolutely. Right. And so I think that's why the the first two, we got the first two lines and we're just like, yeah, that's it. Oh my goodness. Look at what this is doing because it's relevant to how we're living today. It's relevant to what we're going through. And and I would, I would probably preface it to say that I don't, I'm not suffering in the sense that I'm not suffering like many other believers do. And there's people in in our United States that are suffering. There are people that yep. have lost loved ones and that have, have lost businesses and, and lot, you know, physical health. Brandon and yep. his family are going through a serious, serious. time of, of difficulty and suffering. And we have other prayer requests for people that are dealing with other real serious physical and, 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 and um, even, you know, there, there are the mental uh, mm-hmm. institutions are being flooded with people because of, of those things. So there is suffering happening. Yep. Um, Although I don't always feel like I'm suffering that much, yeah. but it struggling for me is maybe a better word. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe struggling, <laughs> struggling. with a bad attitude. Yeah, exactly. suffering struggling from a bad myself. attitude at yeah. times. But yeah, definitely. But the I need to say pray. That. Yeah, the need to be dependent on God in those moments is never been more profound in my life or yeah. more evident in my yeah. life. Yeah. So let's let's jump into the next section, or yeah. the next piece, because. He, he uh, verse 14, he says, Is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Uh, and the prayer of the righteous, or the prayer of faith, will save the one who is sick, and the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed uh, sins, he will be forgiven. Wow. <laughs> There's a ton there, right? Uh, 
a little bit, but can we skip that? You know, you know. <laughs> actually, one of the things I really love about this is that the prayer, because there's times where I think we think that if we get the elders to pray over us, or if we get if we get the pastor to pray over us, if we get somebody that's more spiritual than me to pray yeah. over me, that that then things will be taken care of. Right. Um, I don't believe that that's what the text is saying, but the, in this particular area. Um, there is a responsibility for people who are suffering who are, or who are sick to call and to, and to let the elders know to come and and get the support of the body of Christ to come and pray over them and, and to exercise these things. But it's not the magic solution to get whatever ailment they right. have. And I right. I think we have to be really careful not to make this a heal all right. service because well I've done this and nothing. a good friend of mine died. Yeah, and the opposite happens too yes, sometimes, right? Yes, absolutely. And, and you know, I think that as you take this a little bit as a whole here, you're talking about being prayed over by the elders, and you're talking about, well, maybe it's not just the elders, right? But, yeah. But, but when you take a look at this, and later on it's verse uh, 16, the prayer of a righteous person has great power. I think the reference to the eldership there, although I do believe, hey, call the elders, yep, it's the leadership, absolutely. all those things, absolutely. it's great. But I think the the heart of this is the righteous, the 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 God the, the the strong the God fearing the people that you know that look nobody's perfect everybody right. has yeah, their yeah, own yeah. things but finding those people in your life who are living out that yep. right and are yep. those things and and it's it's a call to finding those people to have them pray over you confessing your sins to each other and those things because why because they're strong in their faith they yep. can help yep, you yep, they yep. can disciple you they can build you up right and i think the prayer of a righteous person has great power yeah i think that's true yep. and it's not because I, I don't well i don't even pretend to know why but i but it's true right and i mean the bible tells us that so i think that's more of the call and, right and in you know that that idea of well call them and you know uh, uh have them pray over you and it says and the prayer of faith will save the one who is sick and the lord will raise him up it doesn't say, and you're guaranteed that all your sickness is going to go away. Right. right. You know, um, yep. and, 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 and it's a, even in verse 16 where it says, confess your sins to one another and pray for one another that you may be healed. Doesn't mean that, and you're going to be healed, but I think it's this motion of, or this step of one, surrounding yourself with the righteous people that you know and, yep. be, and not self righteous, the righteous, right. the, you know what I'm talking about, yep. I hope. Um, and, and having them pray over you, learning from them, receiving that in your life submitting to that and and asking god for that healing yep right and i think that to me that's a little bit better picture than just oh if you call the elders and they drop oil on your forehead you're going to be healed right because they're the they're the closest people to god or yep. whatever absolutely. you know whatever we might absolutely we, we might think i love that point and i think you're exactly right because this is not calling the guys that are listed on the elder board who are voted in and who have the responsibility of making decisions in the church. I really believe this is elders in the church. And so there are there are a number of men in our church who are not on the elder board who are truly eldering. Mm -hmm. They're teaching, they're shepherding, they're caring for the flock, they're 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 leading by example, they're discipling other people, and they're not on the elder board. Yeah. Which is which is the beauty of the church. Because we don't need a ton of elders on the board. We need the elders to be in the body and caring for and nurturing and loving on the flock and, and doing that responsibility. I think you're exactly right. It's about engaging and being involved with those men. And I love the the prayer. I think the the, the prayer of the righteous person. I, I love this that particular thing. 
because if he's talking about sin here mm-hmm. and confessing sin, everything about it doesn't, you know, you might be sick, but it's about really about attacking the sin. With yeah, your it's because it's about it's ultimately <laughs> yeah. we see that in verse 19. It's ultimately about bringing them into a relationship with God, the father, so that when right. when they die, they're in heaven. Yeah, they're in his presence. Right. Not, not, well, not and, we'll and, and heaven, the Lord will raise them up. You yeah. Know, I mean, What's he referring to there, right? There's always an eternal perspective. Absolutely. And so it, I think when we think about our prayers as, as a righteous person, if I'm, if I'm willingly walking in sin, refusing to confess that sin, refusing to repent and confess sin, then my relationship with God is not right. right. It's, not, it's not clear. I'm not, I'm, I'm not in, a, in a spot where, um, it, well, it's a broken relationship. We right. know it. And so I think the idea in this, of the, the prayer of the righteous person has great power when we are confessing our sin, when, when we're actually dealing with that sin and getting it out in the open and, and the, the light of the gospel is being shown on it, it actually begins to deal with the sin. Mm-hmm. You, we were, you, you and I were talking about something totally different, but it came up with this idea of how the enemy wants to have us all deceived. Oh. And, yeah. and it was the idea of praying for each other. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Sorry, sorry about confessing our sins to each other. That's right. That's yeah, right. So, so what I was referencing there was this idea that when me confessing my sin to, to a, my buddy or my friend or whatever, yep. there's two, two sides to that. It's kind of how I was determining or seeing that, which was, one, I need to confess. I need to get that off my chest so I can be prayed for. I can be healed. Yep. Right? Yep. Healed from the sin. Right. Right? Yeah. The, but the flip side is, as the receiver of that, somebody who is being asked to pray, I get to do two things. One, I get to pray for you. I get to participate in yep. your life at that level, which is great. But And I think the point you're getting to was, I get to also see the struggle that you're having, and I can apply that to my own life. I get to recognize that, hey, maybe I'm not the only one that has this challenge or this right. struggle. And I think, the, I think Satan tends to like to use that. He likes to isolate. I mean, right now, why is it that it's such an important thing for us to be able to gather together as a body, yep. right? We need to be, we are created to be relational and be together, yep. right? Absolutely. Satan likes to tear us apart. Yep. He wants us isolated. And as we talk about dealing with sin, if I can be isolated from everyone because I feel like I'm the only one that's ever dealt with this or this is my problem and yep. nobody else and all that kind of stuff, yep. you know, it, 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 it's a death spiral. Absolutely. Right? And I think by doing this and what we're talking about here, my ability to hear your struggles helps me see that I'm not the only one dealing with some Absolutely. stuff. And I can pretty guarantee you that most guys that want to get together and actually be open about this stuff, yep. you're going to realize that we're all dealing with a lot of similar challenges. Absolutely. Right? And it's important. And that, and you know, getting to iron sharpens iron and all those things. Yep. But, but I think that's the value. That's one of the, you know, way to look at this idea of confessing <laughs> sin. It's a two way street here. Yeah. It's not even just about you as the sinner. It's you <laughs> allowing people into your life and uh, what it can do for them as well. And it's pretty, it's a, it's a pretty picture. It, it, it's a beautiful picture, really. It, it really that. is. Yeah. But we're totally against that in the, in, oh, yeah. the, in the American church. Confessing yeah. our sins to one another? Yeah. yeah. Who would do that? <laughs> I, know. I mean, the amount of trust that it takes, the amount of relationship that it takes to invest in one another enough to be able to trust that when I share with you that, I'm, that I'm, I, I have sin in my life or I'm struggling with this, that you're not going to be judgmental or, or take a self-righteous position or, or just cast me out and, and, and reject that relationship. That takes a ton of, of trust. It takes yeah. a ton of relational work mm-hmm. to be in that, in, in that spot to be able to do it. Yeah. 
And yet, and think about that from a church, from a from a, the spectrum of just our church, to have the body in in our little area so connected and so relationally secure with one another that individuals could confess their sins and they know it would be safe. They wouldn't be hearing about it over the coffee pot right. later on that month. It would be. Well, we don't safe, have coffee anymore. We don't so have coffee, so that's done. It's done. Oh, gossip is over. <laughs> um, Sorry. <laughs> Couldn't help it. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, imagine, imagine what that would look like. The work that it would take yeah. as a church body to be that that connected relationally, to be able to trust one another, to share those things, to depend on one another for that. That's a ton of work. Mm, a lot of work. But isn't that what I mean? If you think, isn't that what he's really wanting? He wants us to be in that intimate relationship yep. with each other and with him. Yep. And I think. You know, I think it all, all of that paints this picture. It all brings it all together when you put it into that kind of a context. And, and it's like, yeah, that's valuable to the body. It's yep. valuable to building up the body of Christ. Absolutely. You know, so. I love that he uses Elijah in this as an example yeah. of this fervent prayer guy. Yeah. The, the superhero <laughs> of, the, of the Old Testament, yeah. right? And, and so he slays all of the, peop- all of the, the priests of, ba- of Baal, does all this. And the queen gets mad and threatens his life, and he runs for his life. I know. So I, there's times where I think he's just like me. Like, at one moment, I'm like, take the castle. Yeah, you know? the next I, I'm, moment. I'm like, yeah, the next moment, I'm like, ah. Well, and, and I I'm think that's why life. When, when it says Elijah was a man with a nature like ours. Yes. I mean, I, it's like, yeah, you know what? He was you and me. Absolutely. But he yep. had faith, and he took those steps. Yep. But he had the same problems, the same challenges, you know. And so. the same God. Yeah, the same God. That, I still think, is one of the great truths, the great reality of, of this particular thing. It was the God that can stop the rain. Mm-hmm. It was the God that controls the seasons. And so, I mean, imagine, imagine the disciples as they're sitting in the boat, and Jesus is telling them these things. He's teaching them this stuff that James is sharing with us. And they're going, well, yeah, but that was Elijah. And yeah. that was this, and that was that, and then God calms the calms the sea in the boat that they're in as they're terrified at this moment, and then the next time that they're in the boat and they're terrified because they're going to die, and Jesus calms the sea. It, I'm just in my head. I'm thinking at some point when the Holy Spirit says, "Hey, boys, you see what I'm doing? You see, it's <laughs> yep. this God. That's who. This is who the Son of God is. This is the God that Jesus is pointing you to, my Father." It's it's a spectacular picture mm-hmm. of that reality, and here's Elijah, just like you and me, superhero in one moment, coward, coward running for next. his life, a self self absorbed prophet at one point, going, "God, I'm the only one. Kill me." I love that. That's the I love that. That's the cry of several of the prophets in the Old Testament. This is so bad. You should just kill me right now. Yeah. And God's like. Wait, I'm well, not done with you yet. And what is it, though, about all of the, the, the superheroes that you're talking about, right? You take Elijah, you take these, it, you know, if you go read, well, I won't read it all here, obviously, but, but go read Hebrews 11 and oh, 12, yeah, right? Hebrews 11, yep. I mean, what is it that really is separating Elijah and all that he did or failed to do, yep, <laughs> right? Yep. What, what is it that's separating him from you and me or whatever? And if you go to, to Hebrews 11 and 12, it, it's you know they call it the hall of faith or right. the superheroes of faith or yep. whatever it's going through all this and every section starts with by faith yep they did this yep. by yep. faith so and so did this by faith by faith by faith yep and 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 it says in verse 1 11 1 says now faith is the assurance 
of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. For by it the people of old received their uh, commendation. By faith we understand that the universe was created by the Word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things that are not visible. And then it goes on. It talks about each one of them. By faith, by faith, by faith. And then it ends in, in the beginning of chapter 12. And it says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witnesses, all of those superheroes and yep. all the, of the, the giants yep. of faith, yep. are watching. Right? because we're surrounded by all that, and we can see all of that, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely, and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the founder and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. I mean, hmm. that's what separates Elijah or all them from us, I guess, which means it's faith, it's trust, yep. it's believing, it's, it's, it's doing it's, what God's calling us yes. to do. It's the relationship with God the Father. Yep. And, and all of this so, stuff about so prayer, true. and all, that's all part of it. It's, that's, that's it. That's where the power is. Even right? bringing somebody back that's wandering. Yeah. It, it really does ultimately come back to that faith, that, that, that relationship with the Lord that, that causes us to have our eyes on Him and yep. our, make our, our focus, our purpose, our direction, our actions based on what He wants. It's convicting, though, as we talked about the, our attitude and all that kind of stuff that we're dealing with and yep. suffering, struggling, yep, yep. all that stuff. It's the faith that, and, and acting in faith that where all of those things light up, all of the joy, all of that stuff is, is centered in our faith and trust in yep. God. And so the convicting part for me in all of this conversation is when I'm at home and I'm struggling and I'm mad and I'm frustrated, <laughs> guess what? Where's my faith? What am I dealing with here? Yep. Am I, am I putting my eyes and my heart on my mind on the things that are good and you know, all those things about God or not? Right. And it is so ridiculously hard to do. But, and we were talking about it earlier about how today, now more than ever, it feels like it's not a day by day or a kind of mm-hmm. a moment. It's like minute by minute. Yep. I'm yep. having to struggle with it. But it, you got to step back, relax, trust, have, put your faith in God. Let yep. that peace come. Pray. Yeah. Get, get in, rid of the get sin. The throw it off. Get Be reminded. Do those things. And that joy and that peace, yep, yep, it's there. And I'll yep. tell you, it's happened every time. Every Absolutely. time I do that, the joy comes. The peace comes. When I'm not, the peace is gone. The joy is gone. Didn't we? Right? We really, in, in reality, we started off tonight frustrated. Like we came, <laughs> no, I walked both, in frustrated. Both of us came in. Both of us came in kind of going, kind of spicy. And we began to talk. We began to look at the text. And it really did. It it changed the temperature. It changed the whole mo- mood and and everything. Just of our general how you doing conversation got redirected. Yeah, I mean yeah, it, it, it happened right here. Just, it happens every every single time yeah. when you're when you just let the word intercede, which is also why it's important. Be in that. Let it be part of your yeah. life because it changes. It, it changes does. you when you transform your mind and put it on those things. You know. I guess if there was a simple application beyond the text, because we we've man we have <laughs> we've been, I, this is like yeah this is about as this is about as wild as we've been as far as being in and out of hey, the text. Hey, you asked for it, man. I, absolutely, I love it. <laughs> I love it because the reason it happened is because it's where we're at. It's what yeah. we're wrestling with. And my guess is it's what our family yeah. that's watching here is is wrestling with. But the, the application in in this maybe even just for tonight from a practical sense is that. If we find ourselves suffering or, or, or cheerful or we're sick, if we find ourselves in a spot where we're desperate for the Lord to show up 
and, and we recognize that we're getting wrapped up. Maybe it's with the culture. Maybe it's with the immediate things of this, of this moment, school, uh, 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 businesses being open, whatever that stuff is, no wearing a mask. Yeah, all, <laughs> all of those things. W- whatever that stuff is, um, the, the application is when we find ourselves becoming wrapped up in that, it's to get our face back in the Word of yeah. God and be reminded of who we serve, being reminded of the promises that we have, which is why that's honestly the reason that I challenged the church on Sunday to go and read Ephesians 1 and 2 again. Be reminded. Look at the words that say, before the foundations of the earth, God knew you. He created you for these purposes. Get a hold of the vastness of the, the grandeur of God. Yeah, yeah. And that we, we've been called into a relationship with Him. Mm. So pray. Yeah. And read and trust and hope. Yeah, that was, man, now I'm ready to go. Let's go get after this thing. I know. Man, you guys, thanks for joining us. We're out of time, and what a joy. Ben, thank you so much. I love you, brother. This is such a privilege to to do this. Uh, You encourage me every time we're here. Um, Just your passion and your heart for this and and how you so honestly wrestle with the the realities of this and just and share your heart. I just love that. Um, it's an encouragement to me. I know it's an encouragement to others, and it is a real privilege to do this. I look forward to seeing what God does this fall. I, yeah. I don't know what he's going to do yet, but I look forward to seeing what it is because I, I think there's something really valuable in this time that we do um, in, in being in the Word and wrestling together with this. So I hope you have a wonderful evening. God bless you guys. Keep your face in the Word of God this summer. Don't, don't stop it. doing this. Go and do this on your own. With, find somebody else to do this with and, and wrestle with the text and pick a book and start reading and asking God to show up because He will. Yep. He does every time. You every are a time. blessing, <laughs> and I pray and my hope is that all of you are blessed uh, by, by being part of this and encouraged in wrestling with this time. Um, have a wonderful summer. We'll see you guys on Sunday at 10 o'clock here or 10 o'clock online. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful evening. See ya. See you later.